Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Four Jobbers. And can you believe it? We are actually four jobbers this week. So that means you're going to have four times the bad takes, or I guess if it's one times four, I think my math makes sense. We are joined today by the body from Kirkati, Jordan Deves. How are you doing, buddy? How's Scotland? Mate, Scotland has been extremely sunny over the last couple of days, so I have been burnt to a crisp. I don't know if you can see this, but I've got tan lines on my tan lines. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's it's been, uh, been pretty tough, but it's fine. Do they, do they call that a farmer's tan in Scotland as well when you have it just up to yeah, like half your yeah, arm? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Although most of our farmers pretty much just wear raincoats all the time so um but it's what that's meant is that this might be quite a different episode because i'm off the the sauce for tonight only wow one night only i'm drinking bottles of you know what's that stuff that comes out the tap called that it's funny familiar not not familiar can't familiar (laughs) it's that stuff that was clogging ryan's sink last week yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. the the standing (laughs) water yeah of course him and his old two-knuckle waxman over here. How you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing well. I uh, just got back from... Uh, well, I didn't just get back from anywhere. I was making dinner. And then I... I was making <laughs> oh, dinner okay. at five feet from where I'm sitting right now, actually. <laughs> so, uh, well, welcome back from that. Thanks. It was uh, quite the journey, but uh, glad I made it back in one piece. We're, mm. oh, ready to job. And we are, also, we are also joined by the people's champ, Nobody's favorite jobber, Jason. How are you, buddy? Uh, well, I just finished work, so I got to, you know, get out of my depressed state and up for this podcast. Oh, the WWE should be able to snap you out of your depression with gripping storylines and, you know, all of that Eyeballs. Stuff. I wish everybody could see, like, both me, Brad, and everyone's going to wry smile come across their face when he's like, great storyline. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because we are going to be recapping the horror show that is the horror show that is the horror show at Extreme Rules. Um, all in all, I think uh, just to to put a cherry on top of all this or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I just want to say um, some good some good wrestling. You know, before mm-hmm. we get into all of this, some sure. fantastic wrestling. I'm sure we'll mention it as we go. Um, yep. Do you guys just want to dive right into the first match? You want to talk about your overall feelings? How do you want to go about this? I mean, if you said your overall, I'll I'll echo your sentiments and say. Uh, that that sort of without without giving too much away of what we're gonna I'm sure continue to speak about, it, it almost makes it frustrating because the wrestling I thought pretty much throughout the whole card was was quite good. The actual in ring yes. product it was just that that final five percent or ten percent that kind of <laughs> spoiled it for me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same. I, there was definitely a couple of matches where I was like, what is this? Why am I watching this? <laughs> but I don't even know if you would actually call them matches, but there was definitely some <laughs> stuff that I was like, "What? what is happening here? But yeah, you're right. From a purely athletic point of view, very impressive all around. Jason? Um... I would relate it to, <laughs> there's this one time in Ontario when I used to live there, uh, Ooh, I met Ontario. this girl, what? I said, oh, Ontario, eh? Uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I went to my friend's house and I met this girl, and it's the first time I ever had a one night stand, first and only time. Um, and uh, she was really nice. Whatever, we went out, had drinks, and then she came back to my place, and you know I was wasted. We had sex, and it was great. But like as it was going on, you know, as time was going by, I was realizing that uh, you know I just no- nothing was gonna happen. It wasn't gonna be a good finish. Uh, nothing was gonna come out. It w- it just wasn't working. So I tapped, you know, I tapped or tapped out, and I, I pretend I pretended, I pretended that it, you know, oh, it was great. Uh, I'm done. All right, hop. I'm like I'm like hop off. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so it was great until the end, uh, and that's pretty much what uh, every match had pretty good wrestling, a horrible ending, and it was a waste of my time. Well, that was quite a if, journey to say that, but I'm glad you took us on it, yeah. Jason. Thank you for that. If, if this doesn't get people to listen to the pot, you know, they'll go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to tune in for the first kind of two or three minutes and just see what happens. It starts off with me being burnt. We move on to Waxman moving five feet <laughs> his kitchen, his sofa, and then next we compare the world of wrestling to Jason's sex life. So hey, they always say fuck him early. Have, have you ever done that though? Have you ever like tapped out and said, "Yeah, that's enough," before you're yep. finished? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. It, it happens. I remember on uh, on Seinfeld when Kramer's like, "I faked it once," and everyone was freaking out, like, "You faked it." Like what? <laughs> well, I mean, I think uh, alcohol is always yeah. the common denominator in all of these situations. I'm sure. Usually the culprit. Uh, yes. Usually the culprit. Yes. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, it's not very often a sober man has went. Do you know what? This is not for me. So this 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 is like, I'm just thinking about this. Imagine this is the first podcast of ours that someone listens to. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Was synchronized yeah. to the horror show this was that about is. wrestling. <laughs> like I said, the feedback. This podcast. Hook is... him in early, and uh, we. I think we've accomplished that for today. And uh, let's go home. But it just what, makes me think. What you listeners like, didn't realize is we're, we're not we're not talking about WWE wrestling. We're talking about wrestling with our emotions as men. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what this. That's really what this podcast. Jobbing is about. out in life. Exactly. Uh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention uh, just quickly before we go into the actual show because I uh, I was bored I guess on Sunday night so I tuned into the pre-show where it's just the two guys talking with the promos coming in and then Renee uh, oh, yeah, Booker yeah. and uh, JBL and a spectacular and match. I had seen something that I don't recall ever seeing before. Not only were they advertising the matches for Extreme Rules, but they advertised a match for Monday Night Raw the next night, which was the unsanctioned match between Randy Orton and The Big Show. Oh, really? And I just remember thinking, why are you burying your own pay-per-view with a match that's happening the next day? I'd never seen that before. Have you guys seen anything like that? Why wouldn't they have it on the involved? pay-per-view if it's a hardcore match? Because I don't think they had any. They had a couple. Extreme rules matches except the one. They had two. It was half. Well, they had the tables match also. And, and, yeah, but I that's mean, not like, extreme rules. Oh, well, it's tables. It's not like they were yeah, I guess. You know, pushed for time. <laughs> that's TLC. Because... The pay-per-view was only about two and a half hours long. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, could they have fit that match in there? Yeah. But then I guess what would they have had for the next night? Probably nothing. But still, that didn't need to close Raw. There's no reason why that match should ever be closing Raw in in this year. With uh, Anyway, before I get down that, what I wanted to say before, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> before I went down this tangent, uh, no, it's all good, Was I was going to say I was drawing the comparison to imagine if this was your first WWE pay-per-view. And it's very possibly the most odd or bizarre pay-per-view in WWE history. 
So one of the weirdest episodes of the Dirt Jobbers and one of the weirdest episodes <laughs> of WWE. And this is how, I guess, I don't know, what's maybe the, I don't know, are you guys astro- uh, astronomy people? Do you, is there some sort of sun in the moon? Astronomy <laughs> people? Is there a sun in the moon? Astronomists. Pastronomists. Uh, what do you mean? Like, is the Leo in the Cancer in Scorpio? Oh, right. In the, the astrology. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Oh, what did you say? Astronomy. Astronomy. So actually looking at planets and enjoying them. Yeah, I mean, I like planets, but I don't like star signs and all that crap. Stardust. stardust. Or stardust. Yeah, definitely stardust. Now, it, was a, it was a strange night, and, and it was... Uh, I know we use, like to use the term haunted, not so much to describe haunted, like actual haunted house, but haunted is in like just bad vibes to, <laughs> all around. And, and right. that, that kind of appropriately puts it, is that it, it's just a, a strange pay-per-view. Uh, I can definitely agree with it. Yeah. I missed I missed the pre-show. I didn't know until after when they talked about it on the pay-per-view, and so I had to go back and watch it later because I don't usually watch the pre-show because I don't expect to see arguably their best talent Kevin Owens yeah. <laughs> on the pre-show and in like a match that gets announced an hour before the pay-per-view, like an hour before the pre-show starts there, they throw that out there. Like I, I was not, I was not expecting it. So I missed it. Yeah. And uh, credit to both of them, him and uh, Murphy, they put on a good match, just a basic one-on-one match. Kevin Owens kind of been hanging around with uh, Rey Mysterio. Murphy is obviously a follower of Seth Rollins. I think what was more interesting than, I mean, it was a good match, but what was more interesting is Kevin Owens' tweets uh, sort yeah. of following the match and, yes. and I think maybe one of you guys can probably go over it a little better uh, than I can but he definitely seemed a little less than enthused about uh, about how they sort of treated that or how they reacted to it well I mean it's to me it's absurd am I am I out of line in saying that having him on the pre-show is crazy no I think there's a lot of guys who should have been on the main show that weren't even booked and Kevin Owens is, is probably near the top of that list. I, I He's one of the most entertaining guys. He's a good talker. He called himself Kickoff KO. Kickoff KO. Hilarious. <laughs> but I mean, even something as simple as... Um, I, I know that they weren't going to have... Um, uh, what's his name? Apollo Crews. Um, and obviously we'll come to this later. They weren't going to have him on the show because he's injured or, or whatever. It wasn't cleared. But could you not have had... Owens involved in a segment there. There's yeah, that's a good point actually. You know, like this is the uh, the WWE tweet that happened right before it was just announced. Fight Owens fight will go one on one with WWE Murphy tonight on the horror show, and he retweeted it and said, "Oh, I better get over there then." <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, I, I imagine there's some part of that is a joke, but there will be some yeah, part no. of it where he's like, I mean. It would be nice to have had a day in advance, but I imagine it was just a few hours for him. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the whole thing is just like they really called him on that day and like had him come in to do a pre-show match. Like it's Kevin Owens. Like, ah, I don't know. Am I? Jason, what do you think of it? Of Kevin Owens on the pre-show? Do you, are you not listening to the podcast while we talk? Uh, no, I'm listening, but you said a lot of <laughs> stuff there. <laughs> I'm just bugging you. Yes. About uh, Kevin um, Owens. Kevin Owens is the best uh, wrestler they have right now, I guess, available to them. And even if they had everyone available, he's still the best, in my opinion. Um, so should he be on the pre-show? Obviously not. <laughs> should Michael Jordan be on the bench? No. <laughs> I guess it's good. Or the sixth, or being the sixth man, like we'll bring him off the bench, like, uh, but not. We'll won't let him finish the game. 
we don't want MJ at the end of, or I don't know what, what things for Jordan, like a Zlatan. We'll take him off in the 85th minute or something. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you went with Zlatan out of everybody. <laughs> That's who you went with. Just to see your reaction. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks. I suppose it's better to have him on the pre-show than not at all. Uh, I guess it's the only thing I can say. And hopefully yep. he can get himself into a more interesting storyline. Maybe him and Seth Owens will sort of pick up the torch. Because uh, reading on the dirt sheets, it seems, and we'll talk about it a bit more, but Rey Mysterio seems like he's on his way out. So maybe Kevin Owens will slide yeah. in there since they sort of have a something going on between them. Yeah, it's just that's like the attitude you have to have towards WWE now. It's like, oh, well, we don't get Kevin Owens in any good storylines or going for any of the titles, but at least he got a match in the pre-show. Well, you know what? Extreme Rules didn't have very many extreme matches, but the matches themselves were good. Uh, don't worry about the endings, but at least the match was good. It's just like, why, is, why do we have to have those caveats with everything? Yeah. I mean, maybe that was part of why they put that match on, on the pre-show, because obviously the pre-show is... Uh, it's live on YouTube and right and things, right? So it's you don't pay for the pre-show. So maybe they put that up, have a match between these two guys who we both know are incredible talents. And if yep. you were if you were just like kind of interesting, but not wanting to necessarily watch everything there, then if you were to see that on the pre-show, would you be like, actually, I'm going to go and turn on because if this is what the the pre-show is, I'm going yeah, to I'm going to show happens. And I'm turning that shit off after I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you yeah. are right <laughs> you're 100% right you're 100% right it's true I see the, the the mindset behind it and credit to Murphy also like I said he was just as much a part of that and I, I thought he he did well uh, with Kevin uh, but um, yeah I, I don't know just may, it, was it because Apollo couldn't wrestle and they just need another match or I mean otherwise they would have had an empty pre-show which I also think is a little weird impossible to say yeah all right so let's jump into this pay-per-view let's kick it off uh we've already talked about the kickoff show so we're going to talk about the first match uh jason do you remember what the first ma first match was um was it the tables match it was we had the new day champions versus shinsuke and cesaro what'd you think of that one uh i think i missed that one <laughs> Oh, for real? Okay, that's fine. Then we'll go to uh, Jordan. What did you think of it? Um, short. That was the yeah. first thing I, I noted for that. I thought it was really short. And I understand it's the first match, so it's never going to be the longest of the night. I get that. But for talent like Cesaro, Shinsuke, Biggie, and Kofi, I thought it was really, really short. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, a great match. I thought, Kofi. although... The New Day obviously lost and lost their titles. I think they didn't look like they were job. They they looked like they they were they were tough, but they were ultimately just beat by two guys that were willing to go that extra mile. And I actually think the finish, a kind of power bomb from the you know the kind of top oh, rope through that two bump tables was insane. That that's was so sick. I understand why that was on Extreme Rules because yeah. that that's a perfect finish for that and again and not even in the ring to the outside exactly the, to the outside the, which is just onto the nuts. floor um so i i really really enjoyed the match i thought it, it was great i was surprised that it finished as quickly as it did but yeah uh overall a, a really solid start 
But uh, how do you feel about uh, titles being decided with a table match? If it if it fits into the storyline, maybe it would make sense. Or if it was at TLC, it would make sense. In this setting, I thought it was going to be more than just the table match. Um, and I would have liked, like Jordan said, I didn't even realize that. I guess because I just enjoyed it, um, or I was on it. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. It was it was way too short. The New Day deserve to lose their championship in a much more epic way. I feel, but that bump was really sick. Yeah. There's a lot of good bumps. It was a really good match. But tables match? There Usually there would have to be some sort of storyline that would tie it in, right? Like, why yeah. a table specifically? They Is it is it's a way to, like, get the titles off them? And they, I mean, they lost, but all you got put through a table. It's not like you really lost, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like a way to get a titles off them and then they can fight to get them back in, like, a real match? Is that, is that what I mean, they're thinking, maybe? It's the stipulation of the match. It's the same as a ladder match. If, if a title gets changed hands, uh, you know. There's something epic about a I ladder guess. match. Yeah, a ladder match is more effort. Ladder to get For, the title, I mean, yeah, like, the, the ladder is you try to climb it to get the title, whereas it's not like... You slipped and the, fell the, through the a table. The table doesn't have anything to do with for, the title. For what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, you remember Sheamus and John Cena, that the table match they had where he accidentally went through and he won? <laughs> and he's just oh, like, yeah. okay. Big, uh, that happened at Big Show, too. He like uh, slipped off the apron. Yeah, he, and he stepped, stepped through, through it or something. It I, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's yeah. just, I don't know. I'm kind of down on table matches. I used to love them back with the Dudley Boys when it made sense. But now I'm like... They're kind of stupid, to be honest. Like, it, it's a good match, but to have that the way it ends and you lose a title, like, I don't like Could it anymore. TLC. TLC, uh, TLC match is great because it's actually a ladder match, you know? Yeah, TLC's a lot better because it's true. I wasn't yeah. as bothered uh, by the ending, of uh, you know, by it being a table match. It's the stipulation for me. Uh, for me, I, I totally accept it. Uh, at least they did it in a cool way with the double mark. tables. I know, a little bit of a mark moment. Uh, for those who didn't yeah. catch the pre-show... Yeah, that's true. Uh, they, I guess, sort of alluded to the table match a little bit with uh, the New Day bringing in uh, Brother Devon. sitting at a table. Brother Devon to uh, get his tips. Oh, and, and he's like, he, this man's put people through a million tables. And this this guy has taught us the ways Sick of the advice. table and things like that. So I, I don't know. It's a little bit of like, oh, here's some. I'm curious to see what Shinsuke and Cesaro are going to do as champions. Because it definitely struck me, because wasn't Sammy supposed to be with Shinsuke? He got hurt, put in yeah. Cesaro. Here's another guy who's underappreciated. <laughs> Are they going to hold on to it for a bit and just elevate themselves again, go their separate ways, and maybe continue forth as singles wrestlers? Or is this meant to be a tag team like the bar that's going to stick together for a little while? And But you you know the, the problem is, because you said it was supposed to be Sammy, right? Sammy and Shinsuke? Uh, well, Sammy's great on the mic to help Shinsuke. Now you got two yep. guys that suck on the mic the as a tag team. Like, I liked what Cesaro did after the match, the way he went up to the commentators and was talking shit to them and threw the belt down and stuff. Like, that yeah. was good, but you're but in a promo, you're right. It's going to be a little rough with those two guys, I think. But there's also a point where Cesaro, like, lifted him up on the apron. I think he lifted up Kofi. I was like holding him there and holding him there. I was just like, I don't know. The, the guy doesn't make sense in terms of how strong oh, he is. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's a monster athletically. It's nuts. He was also good with Sammy. If Sammy can come back just as a talker for them two, they may, they, maybe we have some gold there. As, as a talker, is that an official job role within <laughs> WWE? Hi, I'm You're Sammy, talker. the talker. 
Yeah, I know. It's too bad he's one of the best wrestlers uh, that they have. <laughs> yeah. also. Cesaro is one a great uh, banter guy. He's great at like bantering, like that part with Michael Cole. Yeah. He's just not great at delivering a promo. And Shinsuke, of course, the language barrier is there. I think I feel like he is. Like he needed Sheamus. Back I feel like Sh- Shinsuke is a good talker, just maybe not in English. <laughs> in, in Japanese, in, in Jap- yeah. like Asuka. Same idea. Asuka has a bit more charisma, True, yeah. I think, even when she is speaking English. But uh, Shinsuke, mm, yeah, not as much. So yeah, they they could, if they're gonna stay a tag team, they need a Sammy or they need somebody to, yeah, to, a Drake yeah. Maverick, some sort of valet. <laughs> Ooh, the return so, of the valet, Sammy do, Valet. Do, do we want to do like a rating? Do you want to give us a rating match for that a... match? Out of what? Out of ten. Out of ten. How many jobbers out of ten? How many out of ten? Um, I think like a seven. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd probably go honestly. The only thing was the time for me, so I would give it an eight. Yeah, I think that's why I bumped it down to seven. When you said that it was so short, I was like, dang, yeah, and it could have been a different stipulation, so. Overall, good match. Seven out of ten, I think, is pretty good. I don't think there was like extreme storytelling done in it or anything like that. No. There was some good Solid storytelling, match, but though. it's not like we we were really excited for this match where they had a big feud leading up to it, and now it's like that we get that payoff of the heel winning or the face winning. It's just like, oh, that's cool. They won. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what New Day go off and do now, and I'm excited to see what they do. So, For sure. Sure. Seven out of ten. I'll do eight also. Um, I actually thought there were a couple awkward moments maybe like semi-botches that I noticed uh, more so than in other matches. But I like all four of the wrestlers involved. I think they're all incredibly skilled, incredibly fun to watch. Uh, I Again, storytelling, I don't think we needed as much. The spots were good when they needed to be. A tables match, you're always going to have some spots, some bumps. I would love a st- if someone could keep stats. How many times does a guy set up a table only to go through it? His own table. It yeah. seems like it happens every time. Maybe it's a bit of uh, confirmation sure. bias on my part, but as soon as Kofi put that yeah, table right. on top of the other table, I know, okay, New Day's going through that. So That's I happening. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's funny, yeah. actually. Good catch. Jason? Uh, I only saw the end of it, so I'll give it four. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when, 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 when Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke won... <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool! They won!" And then they're like, "New tag team!" I'm like, "What? I didn't know. I didn't even know it was for the titles. I didn't even know the New Day had the titles still. <laughs> have, they been, have they been on TV like re- They've recently? They've been on TV a good bit yeah. every week. Okay, well, but I you don't I... watch TV. You don't watch WWE TV, so I guess not. <laughs> or listen to the podcast, apparently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care about Shinsuke and uh, Cesaro, to be honest with you. And New Day is amazing maybe you know one of the best tag teams ever or triplets or whatever they are but triplets (laughs) (laughs) but um you know they're kind of played out now i don't know you want to see them break up or go into something i gotta see something else man they've been doing this for a long time they've been killing it non-stop they always put on a good match but it's like okay you know like it's like how many times have we seen the new day versus the usos and every single time done with it it's a great match but done with it who are these guys going to go and fight that's really going to get us excited? I don't know. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next match. We're going to talk about... Here we go. Bailey versus 
the Scottish psychopath Ajace, Nikki Cross, who did have um, Scottish flags on her outfit, but they were in, like, red, I guess because it's extreme rules, so they didn't want to just give her blue. I don't know. But it was a little weird. But she has the St. Andrew's Cross all over her. She is also Scottish. Um, in this match, I thought maybe it was an opportunity to bring back crazy Nikki and let her yeah. just go full ham, and maybe there was some alluding <clears throat> to that with the trapping her in the ring and everything like that, which was really awesome. Uh, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was a good one. Um, I don't know why they're jobbing out the Bailey to belly. Because like, it, it sucks? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and she wants to get... Some, I think she should get a better finish. But of she course. hit it clean and she kicked out. Yeah, because it's horrible. It's a horrible move. <laughs> Does she have a new one? Because like, that sucks. Like she needs like She has a few things, I think, now. But I don't know if one is the one. She needs like, call her new move the Karen the or something, because she's supposed to be like yeah. a Karen. <laughs> the Karen kiss. And the Karen <laughs> kiss. <laughs> it's not the worst finishing move that was jobbed out this uh, this pay per view. So. Oh my oh, god! Don't we'll talk about that. But um, uh, this was a good showing for Nikki. <laughs> it's it's always tough going into a match where you're pretty sure you're no, you know who's going to win. I don't think there was a very high chance storyline wise of Nikki winning the title. Nope. I'd say very low chance, if anything. But it's a good opportunity for her to get a one on one match for the title, a singles match for the title, show her skills, prove that she can hang with one of, if not the top women's wrestler right now, which is Bailey. And I thought she held her own very, very well. There were moments where I almost wanted to believe that she might get this. And I, of course, I knew that. But I wanted to suspend my disbelief. I wanted to, And I enjoyed the, the moments where it looked like she was going back into the craziness and the under the ring part. And uh, you, know, you saw the frustration coming over her a little bit also. So, so there might be a room for that to develop again. I, I, I just... I, I like Nikki Cross. I think she's great and in the ring. We we were kind of messaging back and forward when we were watching this, um, saying yeah, actually she's she's great in the ring and her style is so unique, um, or or unique right now anyway. And while I think she would make a a good champion at some point, not right now because of the way that the story's going and stuff. I just I hate this whole thing with Alexa Bliss and the fact that she's no longer psychotic Pretty. because she's you know she's in the back she's like oh Lexi I love you and it's <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, she's I, I like, just hate seeing uh, that because I'm like it's terrible. you were this absolute psycho who would literally rip the hair out of someone's head Yeah, and That's you're so sitting sad. there going Lexi Lexi and it's just <laughs> sounds like you're planning a good story right now maybe they'll go that way yeah. That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I, maybe she just needs something that's going to make that's her That's what I was saying. I thought this was going to be the catalyst, and we started to see it a little bit potentially, you know, with those, with the way she started to adjust her mannerisms a little bit, I felt, I hope. Yeah, I mean, what I would like to see, I don't think it's possible because all the top women right now are heels, but it would be nice if she could sort of start to come to terms, maybe, oh, am I being held back by being nice, by being friends with all these people and turn on them, but then she's just another heel. And when the two top women in the company right now are heels, you almost need a face to go against, unless they eventually turn Sasha face, tired of sort of being under Bailey. I mean, you could still have 
her go full psycho and be face though. I mean, you, you, she, you know, she could be that kind of, for lack of a better phrase, almost that stone cold character where, you know, she's she's badass and she has a mean streak, but she's the one that people are are cheering for, and and that's really the definition of a face, right? True. True. I'm just, I mean. Yeah, there's big potential with her for for real. Actually, it's a, it's a really good point. You know, I don't know uh, if she went down that route. I think she could be one of the top stars in the women's division for sure. Uh, maybe like a, a, I guess the path sort of Becky was going down. Yeah. Know, I wasn't as big of a fan as some with that run, but um, not because of her, obviously, just because of the way it was done. But yeah, that's a that's a really good point. And what did you think of the? Uh, the brass knuckles schmoz finish <laughs> and the stripping of the referee, the putting on of the referee shirt, the counting. No, that's, that's, that's a different match. The wrong match. Oh, that's the next yeah. one, sorry. <laughs> just the, uh, the brass she knuckles. counted her this own pin. The, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> this was the brass knuckles. And so many schmozzes. No, no, it was those that thing on uh, Sasha's hand. What do you oh, call yeah, the it? Thing, the thing, <laughs> the thing that says boss. He's got, my God, it's got the thing. <laughs> it's that thing. She's that got the boss. thing that says boss. Somewhere, uh, William Regal is is freaking out right now. Is, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like really, like uh, that's why I think that's why I'm so confused. How many um, bosses can you put in? A, in tough a to keep track of them all. <laughs> like Corey, Corey Graves is great though. He's he's awesome. He's always good. Always really good. Yeah, I like Corey Graves. I like uh, Samoa Joe on commentary as well. Mr. Phillips is all right. Mr. Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> I like Samoa Joe on commentary. I'd like him a lot more in the Tom ring. Tom Phillips. But uh, it seems like he's on commentary for the next yes. little bit at least. So I'll take I'll take Joe oh, where we sure, can get yeah. him. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, like, so, so the actual match, right? Let's, yeah. let's forget about the storyline of Nikki. Let's forget about what's happening with... Bailey and Sasha. How was the match? How was the actual wrestling? Yeah, I would give it. I'd probably give the match, everything considered, a seven point five out of ten. Wow, higher than the first match. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to say seven for me on this one. Um, I, it had good action. Like I said, I was really impressed with Nikki. Uh, the schmoz is always going to lower it, at least a half a point for me. Uh, you know, I understand. Yeah, maybe that's. I, I can appreciate when the schmoz is well placed and when it makes sense for a storyline. Yeah, for sure. What did this one need? We knew Nikki wasn't going to win. She could have been beaten clean. I, I don't think. It, I, I think her being beaten clean would not have killed her momentum. She would have still had a really good showing. I think uh, we had plenty of. I think this is one of the ones that needed a schmoz. Like, I don't mind there being a. a, um, a some sort of crazy finish there, but I just didn't like, I don't know. I thought Alexa would have helped a little bit more than that. Or like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it needed, like, I think them two having two dirty finishes is good. If the rest of the card didn't all have schmozzes. Yeah. Dirty. It's just like, if, if all the other matches on the card finished properly, then the fact that those two together, both schmozzed it, then they go into this thing with Stephanie McMahon that makes more sense. But yeah. everybody's schmozzing. Why are they getting in trouble? Like, I know I'm skipping ahead here and everything like that, but ah, anyway, I'll stop myself before I go. I guess you're right. You have a good point. <laughs> you have a good point. I mean, it's, it's it's WWE's job to make you believe that either person can win, and they really yes. 
they really fail at that. I'm tired of watching matches that I know the other person has no chance, especially when you know it's predetermined. Like, what the hell am I watching for? You, this, your, it's your job to make me, to trick me, to make me believe it could happen. And no one thought that she was going to win. There's no chance. So what did we watch for? Just a couple like, yeah, the in-ring action is good, good moves. I appreciate all that. But ultimately, we watch for the storyline and to be surprised and, and to not know what's going to happen because it's written. You can do whatever you want with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and um, <laughs> it just and I was watching Alexa Bliss the whole match and she was just like looked like Surprising. she didn't want to be there. So maybe I don't know if that's going to be part of the storyline. She just didn't care. It seemed like she didn't care if, if uh, Nikki won. Maybe she's t- done with her. I don't know. But um it's just like we all knew what was going to happen. It happened, and we were disappointed. What would you rate it? What would you rate it? I'd give it a six and a half just because, like, the wrestling was good, but the story sucked. The ending sucked. Yeah, mine's definitely a seven, not a not a 7.5. I'm going to go. Jordan, did, we, did you rate it? No, yeah. I'm going to go as low as a six on that. Nice. I think there were some good spots in it where I was like, ah, oh, yeah, cool. Um, mostly, to be fair, with Nikki, not Bailey, because I do think Bailey, regardless of what she does, sometimes still looks weak. Um, but yeah, I think there were some good spots. But overall, I knew what was going to happen. It didn't end in a way that made me think any otherwise. Then, yep, yeah, I kind of expected that. So, six. This is so. As you guys are saying this, I just go back and I just uh, looking at my notes from last week. We did predictions, and I totally forgot about them. Oh, yeah. I think we all might have. We all picked Bailey in that yes. match. We did not pick anyone for the tag match because the tag match was not a thing yet. So no. we have two <laughs> matches on here. We have um, Apollo Crews versus MVP. So that match, obviously, is no longer there. We also have the uh, the bar fight, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. <laughs> was that a thing? Wh- which is on was. Friday. Oh. So now it's going to be on Friday? It's on Friday and SmackDown. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be a part of this thing. It was my understanding as well. Yeah. Are we? Did we? Did we job ourselves out? It, that could have been, uh, you know, stuff that I've just seen online. I could. And, I could have sworn also. People assumed it would have been on the pay per view, especially a, a bar fight. Would make sense that the horror show at Extreme that's Rules. That's it. Why are they jobbing yeah. out Extreme Rules again? That that's two matches that could have been on Extreme Rules. One is an unsanctioned match, which is. You know, no DQ, which is could be extreme. <laughs> you, you know what's funny about that? The Big Show Randy Orton match is unsanctioned. We can't sanction this, but the <laughs> yes, match exactly. where you have to rip the guy's eyeball out of his head. <laughs> let's get the ref in there and make sure it's official. Yeah. Oh, and you can just have people put on referee it shirts. Makes and no count, sense. Uh, and doesn't matter. So there's, there's no, no rules, sense. Tomorrow night, Dolph Ziggler is going to come out and challenge Drew McIntyre he again did. for another title. Don't worry about it. He did. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> should we should we talk about the match that didn't happen? The Apollo Crews versus MVP, or is nothing really there? That was the best match. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited for that match. Yeah. Um, I don't. Was there even extreme stipulation on it in the? First I don't place? believe so. No. Just a singles match. I wish again. Stupid. Like you, you know the calendar ahead of time. You invent the the, the timing of these things. Why would you not have it planned so that you're going to have an extreme match? At That's that it. Point? Every match, when Extreme Rules first came out as a pay-per-view, every match had some sort of weapon stipulation. Everyone. 
now it's why have extreme rules you can just have a regular pay you can have a i'll use backlash just with a couple matches that are tables matches and no dq matches yeah yes you don't need a match anymore you can just do anything you want that's what i was going to ask how do you guys feel about uh pay-per-views based on stipulations i personally hate it i don't want a tlc pay-per-view i don't want a hell in a cell pay-per-view don't want extreme i don't want that i want those matches placed in where they need to be on during certain feuds on different pay-per-views with good names you know what i mean the only one that doesn't bother me with that is elimination chamber that one okay. That that's one is the fine. only one that I don't well, have a problem with. That's like Royal Rumble ish. I get that. Money in the bank? Yeah. Money in the bank too. I'm talking more like like uh, you know, a singles Just match now to tables or now to yeah, table. Exactly. Didn't there used to be a pay per view called Fatal Four Way? It was literally just Fatal Four Way. Yeah. Oh, it's like, isn't there a way to do it though? You know it's yeah. coming. You know the Of course there's a way to do it. Why can't these feuds be hot at this point so you know that they these feuds need to end in an extreme way, even if it's not like I don't know, like just you can make it up. It's yours. <laughs> you get to make it up. Literally do anything. You can, you can make it anything. So you have more time than the day before. Apollo Cruz is still listed as the United States champion on WWE.com, the official source. Um, I don't. No, he's he's still the yeah. champ. He didn't I don't lose. believe they addressed it on Monday Night Raw. Someone else is carrying the belt, but he's still the champ. Yeah. So I. <laughs> well, he's carrying a belt. So there's, but they're using this story. They're using that but same story twice. How can there be two titles? That why hasn't anyone said anything? Like anyone in charge? People? Why do none yes, of the owners care? <laughs> why does no one care? No, don't worry. Zoran is gonna come in on Monday night. Yeah. Is that his? Is that their name? The Power Rangers <laughs> guy. <laughs> The guy that the big head in Power Rangers. It's not Zoron. I gotta look it up. Zoron. <laughs> I think it is Zoron. I don't know. I think it's something like that. Well, Zoron. Zoron. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the next match. Um, we're gonna talk about. This is the one. The eye for an eye match. Eye for an eye. Well, to give him credit, and I said this to you guys when we were watching. I'll give him credit. This is the match that we were all tuning in for because I just have to see how they do it. I'm sure they're going to do it terribly, but I have to see how they do it. And the most frustrating thing is that wrestling-wise, this might have been my favorite match of the night. Wrestling-wise, just in terms of the moves. like they, Seth and Ray put on an excellent show, told a great story. It, just, it really didn't need to be an eye for an eye. It could have been a any other stipulation in the world <laughs> and it could have been an i quit match an i quit been, match would have been great because that's a great oh, way for nice. ray to i quit yeah i quit yeah i and he still could have slammed his face into the thing yeah and if, yeah. if ray does want to leave now or he's done and his contract's over it's a great way out it's, it's a great way out so, and i quit my shirt in perfect i think you're right the actual match was quality but that's yes. because you've got two great talents in Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio who even if they were on the pre-show or even if it was uh, they had to wear pink tutus while they were wrestling or whatever it is maybe that was a stipulation it wouldn't have mattered because they would have put on a show and it was quality up until the last two or three minutes when I'm like right and and arguably I was right on the edge of my chair like Mm -hmm. what are they going to do here what's going to happen how is how is this going to play out? And I actually had to pause it and go back and watch it again because I didn't <laughs> quite understand what happened. Right. 
I think it was just, it could have been the biggest thing for me, and maybe I'm, I'm looking at it too much from an acting perspective, but it was Seth's, Seth's, Seth's reaction. Instead of being... When he threw up? <laughs> yeah, like that was gross. Was that, that, was a, that was a was shoot, shoot throw up, eh? I, I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't actually puke. Well, yeah, like I'm sure he forced himself to oh, puke. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. He's gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> but like, isn't this supposed to have been the match that made him like a badass, that made him tough? No. When Triple H had the opportunity with Mick Foley to go into a match to give him that extra little bit of a hardcore thing. Instead, he's just like a little... Mick Foley would have just... really taken his eye out. Yeah, for sure. But isn't this an opportunity for him to look tough? to get to No, I don't think edge? so. I don't think it Instead, was. He I don't throws th- up and he looks scared all the time. I think that's what like... it was. It was to make him look like a false prophet or like a little you know weakling, I think, deep down. That's why he was like questioning the promo he was doing. Was he like, is it really going to be taking our but eyes still, out? But then, he, but then he still did it, though. He still slammed his eye. And But then you saw the how thing. he really felt. He's like, I can't believe I did that. Like He's like conflicted. But then the next night he's still saying like this is what I did even though it's disgusting I had to do I it. I think. Oh, well, he blamed just, he blamed everyone else or you guys did this. It wasn't I think me. there's a different way. I to think do it. what they also were trying to do is they were really trying because you heard it throughout the match. Oh, working on that eye, working on that eye again. Look at the kendo stick, get the eye. And afterwards, you have <laughs> like these the morbid eye. announcers like we're sorry for what you just had to witness. Very disturbing. Exactly, it made no sense. They were really trying to play up the match itself the stipulation itself and i think that's why they had seth puke and it, i don't i think it had less to do with him and more to do with the the match like oh this is disturbing but like you knew maybe that's what i'm saying maybe i'm off on that's just something that i know you knew what it was and, and then you act like someone died after you knew it was gonna happen like i don't understand what you guys think yeah. was gonna happen <laughs> i agree like, i don't get it I, I don't know but that's sanctioned but <laughs> How can you do that, but you can't show blood? You can show eyeballs coming out, but you can't show blood? <laughs> I mean... But where did he Where did he get the eye from? Because I... The ref probably had it in his pocket or I, something. I didn't see any any moment where... I'll have to go back and watch, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really pay much attention. I didn't go back and look. It's just, I know that we'll never forget this match. No, Absolutely. For the rest of our lives, we'll remember the eye for an eye match. Like, Do you know what? For that reason alone, for sure. I'm giving it a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna certainly. I'm gonna give the match a nine. The match itself gets a nine. Uh, the stipulation itself gets a. Please never do this again. <laughs> yeah, but the 100%. the match itself gets a nine. It was actually uh, jokes aside, silliness, stupidity aside, the match itself was very good. And that's why I'm so happy they did that instead of doing one of these pre-taped event-type things, which I thought was fine for the Swamp Fight. But for this, I'm glad they went with an actual match because we got to see two of the greatest performers of all time go at it, and they put on a damn good show. That's why it's kind of disrespectful to put them in a match like that. They could have had one of the best matches we've ever seen if you had a normal ending. Yeah. But instead, it's like, eh. You know? I I don't get it. I think it's it's not so much meh for me. It's yeah. more just a great match, but there's that huge but. It's like, why did they do that? Why'd they ruin it? Where would you rate it, Jason? Uh, I give it a seven just because it, it kept my interest just to see how they did it. But then once they did it, I was just like really mad I even watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my initial reaction right now, I can feel you. is like I'm like, this is an eight out of ten for sure. And if they could have done the finish different or something, 
no fault to the oh it would have been an eight plus for sure without yeah, the ending. it would have been yeah. an eight plus match which is pretty special i i, I try i tend to rate things a little harsh like my initial thought was like 7.5 7.5 but the more you guys talk about it, it was a really good match i think an eight is fair and i just want to say what a year for for ray mysterio and wwe like really abusing this man throwing him off roofs pulling his eyeball out <laughs> i mean I, yeah, yeah. Like in kayfabe, this this guy is. <laughs> what the hell? Why would you keep working for this company? <laughs> you got thrown off a roof. Just brutalize this man. Only to come back and have your eye gouged out in front of your son and your family. Twice, anyway. twice. Yeah, twice. Don't worry, guys. The doctors say he's gonna be okay. Why don't you take the eye protector off? Come he's on. gonna be okay. The the the, the nerve or something yeah. wasn't damaged or. Yeah, it'll pop, pop right, right back. back. Well, my so Push it back in there. my. Uh, my mum is a nurse, so I went to. I said to her today, I was like, "Mum, I was watching a wrestling match, right?" <laughs> and uh, basically, this guy got his eye ripped to his head, and the first thing she said was, "Oh, is he okay?" <laughs> and <laughs> that yep. alone just showed how little my mum knows about wrestling. But uh, yeah. I, I said, "So here, look, this is what medical experts have said about his eye. Do you, th- you know, is that true? Like, would you be able to put?" And she was like. Well, it's pulled out of its head, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. Cool. So it's not as simple as just everything's intact, pop it back in. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I have a good authority. Like, oh, well, you went to the hospital, they put it back in, and he's fine today. Yeah. He's going to have full vision tomorrow. Yeah. I have a good authority from uh, my mother that um, that would not work as easy as it did. So. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mrs. Deves. We always appreciate your wisdom on this podcast. A little bit of class on this podcast is always needed since your son brings none. Uh, also, that's it didn't fair. help that the, the screenshot or the still being passed around from the matches is like a ping pong ball with like red marker around it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love that screenshot. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, so the next match on the card, we had the boss, Sasha Banks versus... <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Oops. What do you do? Are you on your phone? No, I was I was looking up uh, stuff. What are you What are you looking up in the middle of our podcast? Why Why can't you just focus on the podcast? Stuff right related to the pay per view. <laughs> like what What the matches were, the results, because <laughs> he didn't watch. He didn't I'm, trying rem- I'm trying to remember some stuff. J- Jason's reading Dave know, Meltzer's review verbatim. Take notes. <laughs> Next time you watch the show, you're you're a professional podcaster. No, I'm not. Not with that attitude. Professional applies who get paid for this. I thought you'd have more to say than that, but all right, he's probably watching videos again. <laughs> so we had Sasha versus Asuka. Another really good match and another fucking schmoz. More music. What's going on over there? That was that was that was wax. Wasn't that wasn't me. me. That wasn't me. <laughs> See you again. What the fuck are, are you doing? doing that on me? I don't want to talk about this match. I hate this match. I hate Bailey. Then tell us. This is what the whole point of the podcast is. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, I do, I do, I do, I do. Talk about it. Why don't you go first? I mean, it's it's, it's just don't so. Don't feel bad for him, you two. Give him shit. It's so. <laughs> it's so obviously yeah, yeah. like the 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 impression of this match to me was like the wrestlers, like all the authority figures and owners and general managers and anyone in charge of anything for WWE is is at home. They're just relaxing, and the wrestlers are just putting on a show by themselves. Um, they doing doing whatever they want, anything goes, and no one seems to care. That's that's what this match was. It's like 
<laughs> I'm going to put on the ref uniform, count three, walk away. I'm the champ. No one does anything or says anything. On to the next match. Cool. No big deal. Like, it's just, I don't understand. Has that ever happened before? I don't That's think so. so insane. Where? Why wouldn't you go straight to Vince's office or whoever's office and be like, why wouldn't anyone come out and be like, just... well, you can't do that. You know, like, yeah, where's a, where's a, it's you want, you want Vince to run to the ring, like in the Royal Rumble and tear both his, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you're going to do a schmoz, commit to it. Cause this match meant nothing. Oscar's still the champion. No. Neither one of them won the championship. That's the funny thing. It should be vacant. Neither one won that title. Oscar's not a, a champ, a winning. Champion one was given opinion. the title. The other one just That's walked true. away with it after the match didn't end. <laughs> Still, nothing. Nothing happened. Not, like this match was good. It's just if you're gonna, it was a great match up until that. If you're that gonna point. do it, if you're gonna do an ending like that, and I'll give him credit, I haven't seen that type of ending before. Taking the ref shirt off and trying to go for it and i like the the guy with the bell was just like i can't ring this she's like ring it he's like okay then he just dings. Like, I love that by yeah bailey. like once that's i love what bailey did I, for sure. yeah i like it but well, once you ring it it's official ring it it's official if you ring it no no Bing. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's okay you rung the bell okay. yeah <laughs> but like was I, it like writing a ticket it's already written the bell is already rung i'm sorry i don't know but i i don't understand like so she Accidentally knocks out the ref. Bailey rips the jersey off him, puts it on, counts, forces yeah. him to ring the bell. Sasha's the champ. Nobody does anything. A- Asuka doesn't say anything. She goes, "Oh well, I must have gotten beat then." <laughs> she, she does nothing about it, right? And then Where's Kyrie Sane. You come then, out here. She, she was there. She was there. She got beaten up by uh, Bailey, I think, first. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. She, she, I don't know. I but then the next night after them or this giant head like in the Wizard of Oz appears <laughs> and says oh by the way we're going to have no, the exact Power same Rangers. match that you've just watched right but we're going to do it next week on some random Raw well, I can't they always that. do that shit though they that. always why, do that why so I watched can I just say by the way this was the longest match of the night it was a oh long, really yeah it was the longest match of the night just over 20 minutes okay which is a main event time right yep i've watched 20 minutes of match which actually you're right it's absolutely incredible it was a really really good match and then the ending happens and then the next night i get told well we're gonna have the exact same match next week because that <laughs> they do that all the time <laughs> because i am the great and powerful oz like yeah. oh no i got the name what'd you call the power rangers head what's it called zoran it's Zordon. Oh, you were close. Zord- oh. Wait, you guys made me sound like I was crazy. And I was really close. Yeah. Well, you're still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that match was almost really good, but then it sucked at the end. Yeah. It's like you listening to this or paying attention to this podcast. Sometimes happens. It's just another happens. instance of this pay-per-view getting buried by itself. It, it just buried yeah. its... Buried it got points. buried by its own, like, just non-finishes, finishes that don't count, matches that don't happen. Like, this is just another one of them. And, again, the wrestling was good, which is the most fresh. This could have been a very good pay-per-view, which is the most fresh. You know what? They they're just, just bu- changed, they're building changed. up Raw because yeah. they had horrible um, ratings. So, basically, they're using pay-per-views as, like, jobber shows just to get you interested in Raw. 
Raw is the jobber show. It was just headlined by the Big Show and Randy Orton. But, some yeah, but then it's like you want to know what happened. You want to see the big head from Zordon <laughs> talk about what happened last night but, and, and how it's going to be sorted out. You want to see if Rey Mysterio no shows up with a seeing eye dog. But pay-per-views you know, you are <laughs> still the revenue drivers, especially now with no one coming to the arenas. Pay-per-views are how but they it's drive. it's on the network, though, right? But then how do they sell so the network? Really is That's true. How do they sell network yeah. subscriptions, then? Not with Raw. Um, Last ride, brother. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> I so I, I get what you're saying, Jason, but I, I don't think that's the right way to go about it for them, if that's what they're doing. Oh, I don't agree with yeah. it, but it just seems like they want you to watch. They, they need you to watch Raw if there's like uh, like a hundred people watching Raw. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, well, and you're definitely not one of them, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I I don't even watch the full highlights. I skim the highlights. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't even watch the full highlights. You skim the highlights. That's that's the man. Why should you invest now. yourself into like like uh, Jordan said, a twenty minute beautiful match that ends with a someone farting in your face? Like why? <laughs> that's that's true. Good point. But some people enjoy a fart in the face. I well, then... I feel like this whole pay per view should just change the name. Like it wasn't extreme fart rules. The they, should, they should have just called it the <laughs> fuck the rules. Like. <laughs> yeah. We don't care what the Not extreme are. rules, no rules. <laughs> no rules. No rules. Anyone can do anything. Yeah. Cats can marry dogs. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, yeah, actually, that's the only thing that didn't have, we didn't have last night or a couple of days ago. Animals involved. In yeah. If Natty was uh, there, there definitely would have been animals. I also thought there would have been an alligator in the swamp fight <laughs> or a crocodile. Or that's, uh, that's why they that's why yeah. they taped it because there's too many crocs. But uh, this match gets a <laughs> no. It was definitely a pawn, not yeah. a swamp. This pond. match gets an eight point five for the for the wrestling itself. Eight point five. Eight point five for the wrestling itself. It loses marks again. The the ending. You know what? Give it an eight. <laughs> an eight because the ending should knock it down further. And especially because now they're redoing the match on Raw, which. You're jobbing out your own pay-per-view. So that's mine. A solid seven. Solid seven. Yeah, that's what I have written down here. Seven. Jason? (sighs) Six. Yeah, I understand. It's all different weights, right? Like Ryan is weighing the wrestling more heavily than the I can't. Jason. I'm not separating it. It's all together. So that's it's right. like that's if you go, if you go on a nice date with a, a a girl, it's like two hours long. You this. think you're gonna marry her, <laughs> and then she just gets up on the table and farts in your face and throws a drink at you. You're not gonna go out with her again, probably. We've so it probably. doesn't matter. <laughs> Jason, what kind of women do you hang about with? Because <laughs> WWE you just writers with them, or they guff in your face. So. <laughs> I feel like there's there's maybe something to be said about the kind of women you hang about with. I'm just talking about what's, investing what's a, yourself. What's a guff in your face? What's a what, guff? What's a, a guff's like a wee, <laughs> wee trumpet, you know, like a doot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. It's a big guff. I want to talk about the next match because this is the match that made me the most upset of the night. <laughs> and Oh, the it right. wasn't even a match. It was barely a match. It was a squash. Just a, We took a little longer to get to the squash, and it's Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, 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 it was a great heel stipulation. It was Extreme Rules just for Dolph Ziggler. 
if they did yes, it genius. right. The problem is genius. they jobbed out Dolph Ziggler Not that every chance. He did how many? He should retire. He should. And I point. get that the WWE story is not going to live and die by how Dolph Ziggler looks. I, I know his main event days are, I guess, not over because he was just in a main event. And he's going to be in another one. Just in a title he's going to get another match. He's going to be in another one. But how one. many zigzags <laughs> and famousers and... Rock, rock bottom. bottoms onto the chair, Super next kick. to the chair. How many does he have to do? Super Drew. Drew does one Claymore, which is a great move. Don't get me wrong. And that wins the match after how many zigzags? Like, Oh, wait. You forgot about the splash, the elbow drop yeah, through a table on the, the outside. The elbow drop through oh, a yeah. table. Oh, yeah, it's and, true. and Drew. That was an amazing, amazing Not elbow. Not only that, but Drew gets loses if he gets counted out, and he's always up in 10 seconds, which never happens nah, after it, those spots. Yeah, it was terrible. It was oh, like. Oh, no. There's so. any All yeah. the big stars always get up after the elbow drop through yeah. the table. Well, on the outside? They never get counted out. Not on the outside. Anyway. Yeah, they don't get counted out. There's no way. They always get up. Yeah. Well, the usually second. there's no count. But, yeah. They're usually no, even when there is though, if they get through the table in any of those title fights, they always like. This was some super Cena garbage. Is super Cena stuff. This was all super Cena garbage. We all knew Dolph wasn't going to win, but at least, whereas like with Nikki, there were times where I came very close to believing that she had a chance. Dolph never, because they jobbed him out consistently throughout the match, and credit to him for doing a good work. He he still did very well, but just as a Dolph fan, I'm upset. It's exactly what I expected it to be. I expected Ziggler to get squashed and get the shit kicked out of him. Uh, that's the character that no, he was No, Ziggler didn't get squashed, though. He got pretty squashed. He he just, he destroyed McIntyre. Well, until the end when he just, like... No, McIntyre's like, that's enough, and he jumps up him. and kicks him in the head. It's over. <laughs> but, like, you... I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, it's such a wasted opportunity. Yes. You know, for Ziggler to look good, I guess, like you're saying... But I really thought it was going to be about making Drew look good. And they did make him look tough, super tough. Mm. Um, he's now in that in that conversation in my mind, if you're going through the WWE uh, universe, to be up there with Roman Reigns and guys like that. That people hate because they're booked ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to understand now, like, let's, if you put it into tiers, he's now in that, in that tier of wrestler that in that WWE yes he's in that, that super can't touch me tier so maybe roman reigns needs to come back and then we won't know who wins that's true right and then i also think like brock lesnar can be thrown into that how is he going to do it with drew mcintyre you don't know who's going to win that i thought that's where they were going with bobby lashley to put him up there in that similar conversation but it seems he's a tier below so yeah i don't know i think it's... that's what but he could have given the scottish psychopath such an edge you could have given him so much he could have i don't know I'd... this match Reminded me, um, do you remember, <laughs> hilarious, do you remember whenever it was you had The Fiend versus uh, Seth Rollins and there was like 25 stomps in that match and it just <laughs> jobbed out the point. stomp entirely and then yeah. The Fiend won at the end anyway somehow because he just kept getting up. That's what <laughs> this reminded me of. I'm kind of like, I know, I know that Dolph's not going to win. I'm fully aware that this is what's going to happen. They didn't make Drew look strong. They just made Dolph look weak, in my opinion. Exactly. Like, they could have done it in such a way that right. no matter, you know, Dolph's fighting and fight, but Drew just looked so much better and so much stronger. But they didn't. They made Dolph look great, and then one move took him out. 
even if it had taken two or three claymores or something like that, yeah, I would have, I would have felt like, wow, actually, Dolph. Put he should have kicked out a one he claymore. Just, he wasn't good enough. But that he shouldn't have kicked out any claymores. No, no chance. Why? Maybe not. We all know Dolph Ziggler's not on that level. Maybe, he yeah, should why be. Would he kick out of a claymore? So then, why, why can't he be? Match? He's not. But like, why not? If he's not at that level. He shouldn't be in a title match. He's not that. He's not that. But then, he's not. To me, he's not. You know, he's not entertaining enough. He's not. You don't think he's entertaining? He's very entertaining. I, I, if yeah, he's very entertaining in a different. If he's tier. not going to kick out of it's one because claymore, they book him horribly. If he's not going to kick out of one claymore, Maybe. then don't do two, three zigzags onto chairs, a exactly. rock bottom onto the chair, two famousers, a flying elbow onto a table. They'll cut <laughs> that down by about. I feel like 50%. he's done. He's done similar shit to this before. Like anytime Dolph has fought any like the the mega stars, he does his finisher a whole bunch of times. He tries all. It's the same. It's the same recipe to me. It's not anything. But new. it doesn't. I, it just. Cool. I feel like I've seen that exact same thing with Ziggler before, and it's, it, it sucks, sucks. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he should be booked that he shouldn't. way. shouldn't. But that's exactly what I expected. I guess. I didn't. I didn't expect that much. I did expect him to lose. I did expect him to get some some moves in, but that was a lot. He put a lot into him. And all of that should have been to make Drew look better, and we shouldn't. It just be so made mad me hate him more. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that it just doesn't make sense. That's the way it's booked. It has nothing to do with him. It, it, well, yeah, it does. If someone's booked like Cena, why do people start booing him? Same reason. You never Cena you, also isn't. You can't, but like I, I don't compare those two in terms of the like, character and wrestler and like their why style, not? everything. Like that's so different. Like John Cena's more of the the corny. Drew um, Drew's pretty corny. He's like you know, like what does he do? A little bit. He's not edgy. This is what I thought this match was going to give him a brutal edge. It didn't. but he's been but you you can't say you haven't watched enough of it like you don't watch the show on the regular in terms of him like all the time his matches and in terms of what they built him up to be into the terms of the well i mean i watched his whole match and i watched the raw before the (laughs) pay-per-views man so you're saying you like this match and everything that happened no i don't i think it could have been so much better and so much different but i don't think it's at like i think the way that you're looking at it is from like like Ryan's perspective, being a Dolph Ziggler yes, fan, I, I am biased. Right? I'm not a He's Dolph Ziggler a fan. But you just said before you wish they could have done this for Dolph Ziggler. That yeah, Dolph because Ziggler of the, the the dynamic of them. I don't I don't have a rooting interest in Dolph Ziggler himself, but him in this in this feud, I would have preferred that he was somewhat of a. But this entire feud, there was no indication that he would have had any chance anyway. It was all about him finding stipulations and ways that he could get an edge because he's nowhere near Drew McIntyre. He's nowhere as good. Not yeah. even close. Well, he's I, on the I, edges. He's on the outs. And this is his chance to get relevance again. Try to get Drew on his team. He didn't want it. Now, all of a sudden, he's trying to get into a match with him. Eventually, he agrees to get in a match with him, and he's pissed him off so much that he can control all the stipulations. And again, I'm not even a fan of that's the stipulations that he picked. I thought they could have been better as well. I thought there's a, a few weird things. Like, why didn't he just run out and stand near the Titantron and hope that, you know, he comes after him or drag him around the arena a little bit more? I don't know. Like, they, he stayed in the ring almost the whole time. Went out a little bit, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was. Why like, didn't he just like literally hold him down after he did the the um, elbow drop through the table? Try to do something like that, right? Like, <laughs> those are the little things that I think that he's just. Could have added that, yeah. More heelish little trick tactics. I don't think it was Dolph Ziggler's best performance. I don't think he made Drew look as good as he could have, and I don't think he made himself look as good as he could have. And maybe the faults on both of them. Yes. But I just I just think blaming it just on the end of the booking is not the complete story. Even though I don't like the end, I don't like the way it was booked either. But. Those are just the things that I wanted to point out. I'm, I'm disappointed in, in so many things in this match. You think there's no way they could have gave it to Dolph Ziggler, the, the title? It doesn't. Why? He's not a strong champion. There's, it's not exciting. He didn't do anything in this pay-per-view or in the, in the whole lead-up that really deserved it. 
if he had made me, I don't know. I think there's there's ways that maybe it could have happened, but he just again, it didn't happen for me. That's fair. I uh, you know again I'm I'm of course biased as you mentioned. I I've been a Ziggler fan for a, a very long time, and uh, I. Why are they doing another match then? If we know now that he's not in the same level, why are we going to now have another match? And Drew's going to choose the stipulation. So what's that going to be? Like, what's that going to do? And I'm not, uh, Brad, I'm not, like, asking you to explain because I know you can't. No, no, I know. Because uh, no one can. <laughs> I think he should be in, in, you know, fighting Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship right now or something instead, you know? Like, that's where I think Ziggler Dolph. should be in... in those two promos together would have been so. I don't know. That's, like yeah. where, I, that's where I see him more. He's a great in terms of the way that they have everything. He's still an excellent you know I mean? worker. He's great in the ring. He's great on the mic. I, I just I don't yeah. know why they. So then why can't he be champ? Then it's the way they book him. He doesn't lack mic skills. Doesn't also. lack ring the skills. Way that, yeah, the way that he wrestles does, is not indicative to me of like you know he doesn't he doesn't have that like he's been like this way for so long. Where he does all these moves and he doesn't win. He, he's just exactly that's what I'm saying. Just, that's that's why they built, ruined also, him. Like I, I don't believe at all that he has a chance to win. If he hit that sweet chin music, better believe he would have won. But yeah, I'm sure he hit a super kick or two. No, he didn't. That's the only thing he didn't hit. Yeah, that was his. <laughs> Kevin Owens hit one in the pre-show and didn't end the match. Anyway, this match gets uh, my least favorite match of the night, <laughs> six point five. Wow. Um, and this is with a match between two guys that I like. I really like Drew. I really like Dolph. I just, I couldn't take it seriously. And if you're going to do a match where one guy doesn't have a chance of winning, at least make me believe maybe at some point in the match, like, okay, maybe he's got it. But there was no point in that. Uh, As soon as he hit the first, uh, like, the one of the first finishing moves of, like, the 12 he did, and it didn't kick, and it it didn't win, I was out of it. I, yeah. You know, I lost it for me. Now, Jordan, you've been uh, silent while we've galvanized all the airtime. What do you think? I, I said what I thought. I think the match was was supposed to make Drew look strong, but it didn't. It made Dolph look weak, and it it pissed me off because I'm supposed to be watching who who you want me to believe is the number one contender for that title and I watched him do literally everything he could to win that in terms of pick stipulation in terms of um, you know literally pick it not just a stipulation manipulate the stipulation so that there's almost no way Drew could win and yes he still won of course he did because that's what I was expecting was going to happen but it, it, it just, I'm kind of a Jason, I just don't think it was booked well at all. He he was just made to look so weak. Um, and I can't take him serious, but I think that's that's him all over. That's been the same for the last few years. You know, it's always... Like, isn't it his choice to go and, like, grab some weapons and kick the shit out of him with weapons and stuff? Like, it didn't happen enough, I don't think. I think, given that stipulation, he could have done so much more with it to... To make you know, to make himself look better than he did, and they they didn't do it. I give the match a six and a half. I I enjoyed it, like it was it was fun to watch, but I knew what was going to happen, and the end made me go cool. I kind of expect that. Fine, make, can we go makes the Drew look thing? bad. Yeah, when his number one well, contenders are weak. Little and ants. as a Scott myself, you know, he's a fellow. I don't, yeah, a fellow I don't, I don't think it does anything for him. I, yeah, I, 
I'm I'm upset because I really like Drew. I think he's great, and especially when he came back and he was in NXT, he was he was insane and he was so good as NXT champion. He, he obviously came up here and there was a bit of teething problems with him initially um, back on Raw, but I think he could be so good. And at the minute, he just doesn't look super strong. He just looks like he's the best of, you know, the bunch that they've got. Six and a half. Jason, what would you give it on 10? He's like um, a Bret Hart champion. He's just the best of a, a weak bunch. <laughs> Jason must be mad at me if he's uh, throwing out comments <laughs> like that. <laughs> p- Pulling out the Bret Hart. No, but the... Like when you were talking about the NXT thing, like he was sick in NXT and comes up and things change. The same thing happened with Kevin Owens. Remember, he was like a, yeah. an extreme killer. And then when mm-hmm. he comes up, they give him the belt by literally Triple H handing it to him. And then he was just a coward all the time. Yeah. They yeah. just tend to do that. I don't know why. They take NXT killers and turn them into like they neuter them. I don't, I don't know but why Drew, they do that. They've made him as they built him up to be uh, pretty much as beastly as you can do. And then they made him a little bitch. I don't well, like this is not now, but this was like years ago with Jericho. Obviously, the Jericho stuff was great, but still. Uh, anyways, the 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 rating for this match, I give uh, six. Yeah, makes sense. So that brings us to the final match of the pay per view, the pre taped video style swamp fight between Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Also, there was a few vignettes throughout the show and things like that to to prep us for this match, and um. Yeah, who wants to kick this one off? Um, I give it a three. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. I mean, I think um, I, th- I think it's a little weird that Braun Strowman was able to murder someone. He lit them on fire. Oh, that was like some B-movie <laughs> shit right there. Oh, my God. How does he get away with that? He killed that guy. Is that guy not dead? <laughs> lit him on fire. <laughs> he must have been hanging out around uh, WWE Studios or something. And, uh, hey, you're a stunt man. <laughs> gonna roll you in the fire uh yeah this this it was fun i had fun watching it. uh I don't, I don't even know what to make of it honestly I, it's not it wasn't a match at least some of the other pre-taped ones there was actual wrestling that yeah. took place this one was more uh, just an extended promo slash feature length promo almost I can't even rate it. I'm not, I'm actually not going to rate it on ten. I I'm gonna rate it a question mark on ten. And, and again, even with the promo, the <laughs> the ending is. I guess Bray's gonna challenge him as the fiend is what is what I'm led to believe. Yeah. Uh, Braun's still the champ, and Bray's yeah. gonna be the fiend. But again, it's just a match that. I mean, for me, I guess there's some storyline. It ultimately proves inconsequential, just like a couple other matches on the card, or matches quote unquote on the card. It just—I I don't know. Some people seem to like it from what I read online. I kind of found it boring. I think the placement <laughs> of it was wrong. I shouldn't—it shouldn't have been the ending. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. And I would have liked it more. I think May, maybe you know? so. I, I, maybe that pressure on Drew and Ziggler would have helped them. Yeah, I, don't know. I think championship I think we, should always be at the end. Always. This was sort of a title. Well, this, it so wasn't this for is the, the title. <laughs> when I, when we were talking about this last week. And I was kind of, in my head, hyping it up, hyping it up. Right at the end of the match, or, or the skit, or whatever you want to call it, right? The fiend comes out of the water, and he's like, oh, I'm here, eh? Check you, and that, right? And I kind of thought, oh, so that's 
that's the end. Like, so he must be the champion then, right? And then right, I, that's what I thought too. And then I realized, oh, hang on a minute, this wasn't for the title. I didn't even realize that. I genuinely just assumed it was for the title. Yeah. What was it for his soul then? What was the point? Well, of this? It, it was literally. Well, do you know what? I want to get rid of you, so I'm going to have a fight in a swamp. Which was not a swamp, clearly, with all the you know the, the lily pads and things. And I know they tried to make it dark, but yeah. it definitely looked like yeah, someone's Vincent estate. Back like, <laughs> yeah, yes, summer home. Like someone's backyard. <laughs> looked like a nice yeah, resort. Like, it, it was kind of weird. Yeah, some resort. It, I quite enjoyed it as it was something a bit different to watch. Actually, do you know, I quite enjoyed the little um, vignette pieces that you had throughout the pay-per-view with them. So you had like Bray um, doing this almost like kind of vampire type thing where he's yeah exactly you know halfway yeah. and then you've got the bit about the swamp halfway through the show and it's like, oh cool this is building up to it and then right at the end you've got it i thought it was it was fine it is what it is and i think the, the whole point of it was okay can you believe that bray wyatt can beat ron Strowman? no however could you believe that fiend could beat ron Strowman? hell yeah Absolutely yes, and that's what they're doing. Mm, they've, they've built up to that, and I kind of, as a story, that's I cool. totally understand it because it's saying, yeah, we we know that you as the fan aren't going to believe that Bray could have won, but the Fiend could win, and now we're going to lead up to that at SummerSlam. You know, so I I, I mean that's yeah. probably what's going to happen unless the the head appears and tells me it's going <laughs> to happen on SmackDown or whatever, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm probably going to have... Zordon. Some, yeah, Zordon, yeah. I'm going to have The Fiend versus Braun at SummerSlam. That's going to be kick-ass. That'll be good. I'm sure that'll be good. I quite Going over our our um, predictions from last week, we were all the same on most matches. Everybody picked Bailey. Everybody picked Sasha. One of us didn't pick Drew. It was probably me. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want didn't want his ass to win. That's why. So Jason got that one wrong. Um, Ryan picked um, Rey Mysterio to win. I did. As did Jason. And he did not. So Jason, you will hold down last place. Ryan second to last. But you also it says here you picked Bray, but then I had Braun like in a bubble. Maybe you changed your mind after? I think I think what I had done oh, is yeah. I picked Bray because everyone else picked Braun. But does that, do we really get points for that one? I, I don't think that really had a winner that match. I, I could be wrong. I don't think anyone's a winner after this pay-per-view. <laughs> no one's. Well, Jason, you are the, the least of the, the official. I'm glad I'm the loser <laughs> because that means I booked a better show than what we got. <laughs> Should, should we give like a final a final rating for the whole pay per view? What fair? about a whoa, whoa? What about Alexa Bliss inserted in this in this haunted right this haunted swamp dream? It. Oh yes, I can't believe you didn't bring it up earlier, Jason. Tell us about your experience watching that. <laughs> My experience? No, I just want to know what does it mean? Like, what do you guys? I have no clue. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do. Sister I'll, Abigail and just, and she flirted with uh, Bray. Well, it's because they were a tag team in the mixed tag challenge. Remember? And there was. F- more to it uh, they alluded to I think when they were a tag team yeah they had their little moments right yeah they were a tag team but what Jordan say I said I think Braun just had a wet dream <laughs> halfway through <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all the whole thing was yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but like do you <laughs> think she'll thing? be part of it like like she'll be brought nah. into it or it's just gonna be forgotten nah I don't think so 
No. I think it was just a <laughs> just a, a cute moment because it, it's in you know they had that little flirty thing, so it's still in in K, in kayfabe or whatever. And yeah, I mean, it would be great if she paired up with with Bray and Sister Abigail and Braun came back and they had some crazy team. Well, and well, like Braun comes back fight, and says, uh, "I saw you in 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 the swamp or something." She's like, "What?" And then she, <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw you in the swamp. <laughs> I saw you in the swamp. What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> You're right, don't care. Yeah, don't I don't care. think that's going to go any further than, than, than what it was. It's just mind games, as they call it. Yeah, so I just, um, yeah, that was the horror show that is Extreme Rules. Congratulations to Jordan and I, who tie on victory, which means we're the best. And Ryan, you are still on the podium. Jason... You missed out this week, but hopefully one day you will be on the podium again. I don't want to be on that dumb podium. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> I'll stand up here with my champagne and my gold medal. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, was there anything else you guys wanted to say in closing on this particular episode of the Four Jobbers podcast brought to you by... Nothing. No Jobber brought juice. Brought to you by Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Zordon. Uh, Official okay. supplier of glizzies to the glizzy uh, Well. Are you a glizzy glor? What? Horror show at Extreme Rules. Wasn't a ton of Extreme Rules. Wasn't a ton of horror. Just kind of was a show. That, that's about it. <laughs> Weren't many rules. So, it was the show. I think I need to adjust my match ratings down a bit. Because uh, thinking at the pay-per-view, I, I wouldn't give it uh, a rating that reflects the ratings I yeah, gave I think to the matches. Yeah, I think if you add up your scores, it was like a 9 out of 10. <laughs> if I add up my scores, I'm probably in an 8, and that was not an 8 out of 10 pay-per-view, but I'll, I'll readjust no, it was for like next a... time. Your, you, but remember, you were doing it of uh, at the time with the lens of It's true. Your, with no ending. So the wrestling. matches themselves, not I was so focused on, on the wrestling, but the pay-per-view rating itself, right. I'm looking on, was it a good pay-per-view? I don't particularly think it was, yeah. and it was so close to being a good pay-per-view, and that's what's frustrating. So close to being great. It was. it was. They just let the matches unfold naturally the way they should have, trusted their workers to put on a good story without Schmaz City. <clears throat> that, isn't that why you hire them? That is. Isn't that Schmaz what every company rules. does? Isn't that why you, yeah. why you hire rules. people? There we go. To trust them to do the job? Like, I hire you because... I, I don't want to do that job, or I can't do that job. So I trust you to do it. And also, this is WWE, so this is the, the top company in the world. Like, this is what Steve Jobs used to say. He says, you know, I don't pay you for a job to tell you what to do. I pay you to tell me what to do. That's it. There's nothing wrong with the schmas here and there, but you can't make the schmas show. You got, you got to have some matches yeah. that end clean. It yeah. shouldn't be the sure. rule. It should be the... Um, Exception. 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 That's the one. Yes. And that's Good. my thoughts. Okay, that's what I got to say about that. I schmoz that ending. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. You are a legend. Please leave us a comment at the Four Jobbers on social media. Hello at the fourjobbers.com is our email address. And if you actually made it this far, please tell me. I will give you a shout out because that's insane. Um, thank you so much, uh, Ryan. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you so much, other guy. This has been the Four Jobbers Podcast. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lovely.
Right, audio is being stopped. Sick entrance theme, though. 